Welcome to Career Practitioner Conversations. This podcast is presented by the National Career Development Association. Hello, everyone. Welcome to NCDA's podcast. I'm Melissa Venable, NCDA Director of Professional Development, and I'm here with Dr. Candy Ho. Dr. Ho wears many career development hats, including uh, being current board chair of SEREC. Uh, she and her co-author, Dr. Danita Red, both NCDA award winners recently, by the way, wrote the focus article for our most recent issue of Career Developments Magazine. Uh, the article is titled Crafting Sustainable Careers Using the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals. So we are here today to dig a little deeper into that topic. Thank you so much, Candy, for being here. Thanks so much for having me, Melissa. Hi, NCDA. We're, we're so excited to have this conversation. I, I did not know much about the Sustainable Development Goals before, working with you and Tanina on your article for the magazine. So uh, hopefully you're going to be able to introduce this uh, to to a wider audience today. Um, So for those who are new to the topic, like myself, could you tell us a little bit more about what the UN Sustainable Development Goals are, um, how you got involved? Oh, man, boy, do I have a little bit of a plan happenstance story that I really like to tell with my uh, students in my career development courses. So um, the sustainable development goals, all 17 of them, of course, were um, a a framework uh, identified by the United Nations through their 2030 Agenda for Sustainable Development. Um, And this, uh, the 17 goals have been agreed upon by uh, over 190 countries, uh, member states and countries on um, seeing that these are urgent global goals that need to be advanced in order for us to live sustainably. And they define sustainable as being able to use the the, the resources that we have that's available to our generation without compromising the resources available for future generations. So these are urgent goals, as as I mentioned, Um, and they range from, you know, no hunger, zero poverty, quality education, which is a space that I definitely see myself contributing to, peace and justice and strong institutions institutions, climate action, life on land. So you can start to see based on the themes, they intersect with one another. In fact, they have a the 5P framework, uh, which are people, planet, peace, prosperity, and finally partnerships, putting it all together. Um, so it is, you know, they strongly advocate for, <clears throat> if you are a citizen and resident of this planet, you need to care about the SDGs because we all play a role in influencing the the advancement or the deterioration of it. And I'll stop there because this is an, an intro question, right, Melissa? So absolutely great introduction there. What brought you, obviously you're passionate about these. Um, I know that you're involved, but you know, how were you introduced and, and what kind of was the hook that got you to say, I'm going to really advocate for these. Yeah, ah, that is a question I, I, I forgot with these wonderful two-part questions, right? So a little bit of a happenstance story. Um, in 2019, I was an instru- I am still an instructor at Kwantlen Polytechnic University, where they first introduced the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals Open Co- Pedagogy Fellowship Program. And the person who's overseeing the program at the time, um, Dr. Rajiv Jengiani, was, you know, 
promoting the program. And um, because we have a, uh, a friendship and we're great colleagues, he's like, oh, are you thinking of applying to the program? And I was, um, I'm, I'm a pretty honest person. So I told him, hey, when I saw the email, I, I deleted it because I didn't think it was for me. I just thought, oh, that's for the science people. What have, what have arts and humanities people have to do with it? And so he um, he's like, just give me 15 minutes. Let's have a short conversation about it. And by the end, I was so embarrassed, um, but ha- very, very happy to be wrong. Um, because by the end, it was like, you know, the, the 17 sustainable development goals, like I said earlier, everybody has a responsibility toward it. And I was teaching, I am still teaching the senior career development capstone course where students come in, And they tell me, um, you know, I want to be a lawyer. I want to be this. I want to go to graduate school. And it's great that they have aspirations. Um, But in the beginning of the course, they're likely only able to identify one or two aspirations. Uh, When I introduce the the SDGs into the curriculum, I tell them, I don't want to know what you want to be yet, but let's talk about how you plan to contribute to the world. Let's talk about the skills, experiences, and uh, knowledge that you've garnered from your education, from your other life roles, and then let's put that together. It strengthened the course in a much more holistic manner. Because yes, they still want to, they still hold those aspirations. I'm not going to stop them. And it's amazing. But they're also thinking, you know what, in the off chance that in the competitive school that I've applied to that I don't get in, I've got these other possibilities that allow me within the scope of good health and well being, within the scope of sustainable cities and communities that I can still contribute. It's become a, uh, a framework for them to have conversations when they when they interview with uh, prospective employers uh, and graduate school committees. It is something that uh, lives and breathes in their portfolio as part of their mission statement. So it's become a lot more diverse and and a lot more um, in-depth when they think about their, their career aspiration and what it means to them personally. So is there anything that you've learned yourself about the SDGs and working with these students? Um, the story that you told in the magazine about the activity that you you work with them through kind of exploration, as you described, and, and thinking about things a little bit differently, have they kind of helped you to, to dig in a little bit deeper? Oh, I've, I've learned a million things since then. And I have to say, like, the, the learning doesn't stop. And I think that's why, you know, our field, career development, the sustainable development field is so fascinating, right? Um, I, I've learned a lot. So in, in thinking about, you know, changing up the conversation, um, moving from working, like, not, not working with individual students, but working with students in thinking about what they want to do, but also connecting to, okay, we want you to think bigger. What is the contribution? contribution uh, that you want to make, the impact and influence you want to have upon the world. Um, And that starts with identifying, you know, problems and or opportunities that comes up in their local and global communities that they see. It's changed the way that I teach uh, and facilitate career development in terms of the process. It's a lot more now because I, I am not a um, subject matter expert uh, by any stretch of the imagination when it comes to the SDGs. I see myself as an expert in learning, but you know, can I tell you things about you know the latest development in terms of advancing climate action? 
not, not, not at all, because uh, I think I'm, I, I can help people learn and understand. So um, the course that I, I teach, we, it's a, it's a pretty highly interdisciplinary, interdisciplinary course. So science students, business design from time to time, um, trades, and of course, arts and humanities. So I get students now to think about, you know, their discipline specific knowledge and how they can contribute. Um, so it effectively shifts from the stage on the stage stage to the guide on the side, uh, because I'm with them alongside in helping them understanding, better understanding and integrating their knowledge that they garner from um, their, their, their schools, pursuing their major and, and discipline. And like, they are so smart. And I, I learned something from, from them too. And that's the beauty of it is yes, you know, on paper, I'm the instructor, but I just learn just as much when they, they excitedly share what they're learning from all this research in relation to their career development with me. And then we learn holistically as a class when we share with one another. So you mentioned 17. There's 17 of these goals. That's a kind of a big number. <laughs> and yeah. each one of them is, it can be a little intimidating, like zero hunger, mm-hmm. um, no poverty. Any one of these would be a lot to take on. So what are some tips you might have for how to to get involved with these as a career development professional, um, whether we're introducing these to our students and clients, whether we want to work towards these um, in our own profession, what's a way to kind of wade into the waters here? Yeah, again, another really good question. Um, one of the uh, studies that I that I did um, was writing up about you know what happens next, what happens after students have. T- taken a course like this that's related to uh, that that has used the SDGs as a framework. And I asked them, you know, you throughout the semester, you've learned about the SDGs. How does that influence your thinking um, and your doing around uh, your own career development process? How has it helped you with your your self-awareness? And um, to partially address the question right now, um, some comments, uh, some of the reflective comments, they do tell me, you know what, it's really intimidating to say that I am advanced advancing, you know, gender equality, reduced inequalities, right? Like, what does that, what does that mean? Um, it can be really daunting, but then as they go through um, the materials and, and we go through the, we journey together in, in the course, they tell me, you know what, I, the goal for me, now that I realize it is to start just, you know, getting to know the framework and then seeing within my local environment and communities, how did these issues, these goals pop up? So a really good example right now is zero hunger you've mentioned. There is a food insecurity issue with university students. We're seeing more people um, utilizing the services in our institutional food bank. And this spans beyond, you know, not just my institutions, but many other institutions that I talk with. And so part of what, what students are thinking about is, you know, I've identified this. What are some of the things that I can do to help? So taking into action. Um, so maybe part of it is uh, fundraising. Maybe part of it is saying, you know, for the holidays, I've got everything that I need. I, I'm in a very privileged position and therefore I don't want any physical presence. Could you think about making a donation to the food bank um, instead of us, you know, gifting to one another? And that also helps with reducing or, you know, advancing responsible consumption. 
And so, you know, part of it is taking action. Uh, part of it is also instructors. For example, in my role right now at um, Kwantlen Polytechnic University, I've been seconded as the university lead of sustainable development goals. Um, I've, I, I have some amazing conversations with instructors that are using their, their courses to help students understand the SDGs. One thing, uh, one activity that came to mind is a podcasting in a journalism course where the in instructor, uh, Dr. Aaron Good. Um, had designed an assignment where they students go out and interview people that they feel are advancing the SDGs to amplify their voices, right? So it's 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 what you make of it, and I know that sounds vague, um, but it really goes back to the career development practitioners asking you know questions and digging deep into what are you passionate about and how can you what are some of the things in terms of your skills, experiences, and talents that you have to be able to leverage to advance advance those sustainable development goals, however you choose, whether it's small day-to-day steps or taking on projects, volunteer for the community, or um, raising your hand in your organization to say, yeah, I'm passionate toward that. You know, let me see what I can do in terms of my uh, leveraging my design creativity skills, leveraging my communication skills. Like there, there are numerous examples that I can think of that will span beyond the duration of this podcast, Melissa. <laughs> I, lo- I love this this enthusiasm and this invitation to sort of just start where you are, look around and you're going to find these 17 issues um, that you could, could take a step forward on and all steps forward are are good step forward, whether they're small Mm -hmm. uh, or large. That's, that's, that's fantastic advice. Uh, You also talk a lot about integrating these into college classes. Um, And I know your co-author Danita Red talks in the article for career developments about working with high school students. Um, as well, and kind of integrating an awareness and kind of looking forward with one's life with this sort of purpose in mind um, as they relate to these goals. How do you think the SDGs might be adapted in an employment situation, like through an employer uh led program or as one is already at work. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. And and shout out to uh, Professor Danita Red, um, who's doing some amazing work with both high schools and students that are uh, starting their, their journey in community colleges as well. I would say there's tremendous opportunities in the, um, you, you know, in, in organization and employment. One type of organization that I've been really interested in looking at um, is B Corporation. So corporations that have been certified in terms of being able to, you know, contribute to environment, social and and governance advancements as as well. So ESG, if you will. So um, to to get a B Corp designation for any organization, my understanding is that it's no easy feat that as part of the application process, these organizations have have to demonstrate that they are ethically responsible, that they hold, you know, high priority social and corporate responsibilities. And so there are, I see so much linkages to to the SDGs and many of the organizations that I've talked with that do say, yeah, we are tremendous. Like we're very familiar with the SDGs because as part of our application and our ongoing processes, op- operations, 
business decisions, um, you know, whether or not to work with uh, particular organizations or, or not, like those are SDGs are ingrained into their processes, their being, um, and their, their thinking and their strategic planning, right? Um, so I, I, I see that as, um, you know, a really important um, gesture, not a grand gesture for organizations to say we stand behind the SDGs. And not only that, we're able, like we follow through with action by some of the things that that we're doing. Um, so that's one, but also, you know, integrating in interview, onboarding, and, you know, even the, the retention process, asking individual employees how they might be um, advancing the SDGs in their, you know, individuals' lives right now, making it welcoming for them to share um, kind of their, their life stories. Because many of the times we've got, you know, amazing employees in our organization, but it's only until inviting them to speak that we didn't know, wow, I didn't know that you are a volunteer executive director or part-time executive director in an organization that advances um, quality education um, for, you know, for, for various countries that are considered as uh, underdeveloped, right? Like those, when those stories come out, we allow employees to be more of themselves. Um, and if you're an organization that can say that, you know, uh, we're helping we're, we're helping our employees champions causes that are really important to them that tie to the SDGs. Um, not only it's you, you're, you, you've got an employee that, that are, um, you know, enthusiastic and it, help, it helps with employee retention. I truly believe that. Also, it helps with your, I guess, uh, organization's credibility. Um, so there's so, again, so many ways if we're able to think creatively and strategically about, you know, how we recognize and, and provide an incentive for um, employees to 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 help with the local community, so uh, uh, you know, a pretty concrete one. Um, if if you're able to swing it, is giving right now. Again, we are in you know in the holiday season, not not to time the the episode or anything, but like you know, are there opportunities in which you can free up a day, half a day, to give your employees an opportunity to go to give back to their local communities with their favorite not for profit organization. What an amazing way to just to connect us all. We're all connected. Everything's connected, but we don't necessarily recognize that in our day-to-day lives. Uh, so being aware of the SDGs, being led through a process where you're able to actually articulate you know, how they're important to you, which ones you want to move forward, uh, whether it's in a class or whether it's at work, could really uh, change the world, um, which is certainly uh, part of the goal of what the UN is trying to do here. Yeah. Uh, you're also involved in a movement. You mentioned uh, kind of a call to action. Uh, you mentioned, you, I think you said action a couple of times in that last response. You're asking all of us to take action uh, in something related to declaring an international day of career and livelihood. Can you tell us more about that? Yes. Uh, thank you for, for, for that question and allowing us to promote this. Um, so there's a group of very passionate global career development practitioners. Um, we span all corners of the world from, of course, North America, Australia, Pakistan, and, you know, anywhere that, that you, you can think of. And we're recruiting for more people, of, of course. Um, but we've got folks all over the world that have signed a petition. We think, you know, career development practitioners, because the work that we do is 
you know, it, it penetrates into all facets of, of people's lives. We're ultimately contributing to people's well-being. Um, I was just, you know, starting on a literature review on connecting the career development and sustainable development. And, you know, our, our one of our earlier, you know, because the father of career development, Frank Parsons, the original intent of career development is, we, you know, social justice. It's, you know, serving those who are, who are underserved and giving people a leg up so we can all reach, you know, our highest potential. Like that is the ideal that career development have started with as a field. That hasn't changed. We're still doing that. There's so many great people, um, wonderful scholars, practitioners that are doing that day to day in their practices, writing articles, advocating and, and lobbying. So this is kind of the, the, the advocacy piece that we're also doing. So we are hoping to have our global community sign this petition. And Melissa, if I can trouble you to include that information in the, the podcast notes, that would be amazing. But, and basically what we've been doing is uh, with the United Nations, they observe uh, international days. So practically every single day in the calendar, there are, um, you know, there's there's a, the World Toilet Day. There's a day on biking. There's a day on International Women's Days, for example, Children's Day, the day that moved towards advocacy. And so we realized there isn't a day on career and livelihood. And it, right, right, Melissa? Like I see your expression and you can't see it because it's an audio podcast, but both of us are in shock, basically, we are describing. So if you are gasping as you're listening to this podcast, yes, yes, we are with you. And so, you know, a, a small group of us are hoping to change that. And the first step is making connections to the current UN days with career development. So you'll see that on our website and on many of our social media on particular days, um, we make connections. So, you know, uh, November 20th, it was uh, World Children's Day. Happens to be my my son's birthday. So it was easy for me to to write a, a short piece on why it's important, why it's important to cultivate career mindset and thinking about career development early on in, in children's lives. Like we've got mountains of resources um, and and, and background to prove that implementing career development intervention early on will lead to very positive career outcomes uh, when they reach adult age, right? So, you know, it's easy for us to make those connections, but we also know that folks outside of the career development realm might not see those connections. So it is our job and responsibility to help do that for them. Um, so we've been doing that actually over a year, and I would, I think I would say a year and a half now. And uh, we are working with country leaders, including NCDA as a professional global, you know, professional organization um, to say, we stand behind this. So collecting letters, getting people to sign the petition. And then the next phase is we are drafting our, you know, the the lobbying document and our, our pitch, if you will, to speak at, um, you know, country leader tables to say, this is important. Um, we're looking for sponsor countries who will bring this to the UN. Will you join us? What a phenomenal goal to know that you're working towards it and you've got this team uh, behind you and that all of us can help. We can all pitch in uh, mm-hmm. by signing the petition and kind of moving this forward. So we'll definitely include all the links uh, to everything that Dr. Ho has mentioned in our episode notes. So please check there. Are there any other resources that career development professionals should know about if they're going to get started working with uh, the UN SDGs? 
Yeah, well, uh, NCDA just published uh, their their latest publication on career developments, uh, talking about sustainable careers and and what that means to our our broader career development community. So we've written something there, but there's you know other authors that have written some great things on why how do we make careers sustainable, um, not just for in our in our practice with our clients, with our you know students, those we serve, but with everybody and the bigger impact that has when we help someone fulfill um, their their potential. We get someone connected so they are not underqualified for the roles that they're in, better contributing their talent. So it helps our entire world. Um, And like to think that the analogy with the SDGs is that the goals are interconnected. If you advance one particular SDG, for me, like I said, um, my main goal is quality education education, decent work and economic growth by advancing those. It also helps the other as as well. So I think that's, that's the beautiful thing. Thank you, Dr. Ho. This has been inspirational. You've given us all a lot to think about, uh, especially as we move into the, a new year and thinking about how we're doing our work and working with students and clients. Uh, I appreciate you bringing this topic to our podcast. A reminder to listeners, we'll have more information in the notes. And uh, we thank you all for listening. Thanks for being here today. Thanks, everybody.